Hi, it's Laren with another update from the middle of nowhere. What a crazy day. <laughs> I ended up running around a lot today, although this morning my granddaughter and I slept in and had some snuggle time. So in the end, it all worked out. It's pretty hard to do much of anything when she's here alone with me because my husband and younger son are away and my older son was here for a while today and then he took off for the night. So it was just she and I and she doesn't like to let me out of her sight. So if she doesn't go to bed on time, it becomes a crazy little debacle. But you know, today we were in Costco and she said, come here. And I stopped and she gave me 100 kisses on my nose. Literally, she made me count them. So, I mean, I don't know how a day where I got 100 kisses from my sweet little granddaughter <clears throat> can be anything but wonderful. So, unfortunately, the weather has taken a turn. We have lost our cool, wonderful evenings and the humidity is coming. So, it was about 90 degrees and fairly humid today. And tonight... It's still pretty warm and it's sticky because of the humidity, so I'm going to try not to whine about that too much, but I really do not enjoy the humidity around here at all. So, it is time for a chicken update. As much as I would love to play you another recording of our roosters, it would sound just like the last one. They haven't made any progress in their education in crowing. My husband did manage to catch me a couple recordings of it, but they really sound exactly like the last one, so I'm going to spare you that. I gave them some strawberries today that we had that had some little brown spots on them, so I thought they would go nuts for them, and I th they're still, I don't, I don't think they're used to getting food scraps yet, so I threw them out there, and they all, you know, scattered because I scared them. <laughs> I mean, their own little shadows scare them. And then I saw a couple of them pecking at them. I think they're the smart ones. And then when I went out tonight to close them in, every strawberry was gone. So at some point they found them. I just don't know when. I've been trying them on a few veggies here and there and some fruit. And so far they've eaten everything I gave them. So I have some honeydew rind and seeds to give them tomorrow. And if they're anything like the three hens we had in the past, they will go crazy for melon seeds because that was one of our hens' favorite things. I will say they do love live mealworms. My husband bought a pack because my son was going to raise them and he never has built the habitat for them. So I think we're just going to end up feeding them this batch before they all pupate. Anyway, it's, you know, not my favorite thing to go out there and watch them, you know, pick through and eat them, but <laughs> I know they're really good for them. So they are already so beautiful in the sunlight. It was so sunny today and bright. And I went out there when I let them out and even without the sun directly shining on them, I can see the green in their feathers and a little bit of purple in some of them. So even for just being black chickens, they're gorgeous. So we are exploring new treats for them. I'm starting to give them a few kitchen scraps here and there. And so far, I haven't found anything they won't eat. It took them a little while to notice a zucchini. I wonder if it's because it was, the, or not a zucchini, I'm sorry, a cucumber. My little granddaughter got a cucumber at the farmer's market and she ate about half of it. So I thought, well, I'll just throw the rest of it to them. 
And I don't know if it's because it mixed in with the grass and they just couldn't tell or if they just don't care about green things. I'm not sure. Eventually they did eat it, but it took them a while to find that one. So I don't know. Maybe they're still getting enough feed that they're just never hungry. So they don't care if we throw scraps in there because they're not hungry for them. I'm not sure. So there is your chicken update for this Saturday. I am going to keep my fingers crossed that the roosters are going to figure out how to make their little crows. I came home from work one night. I can't remember if I already mentioned this. Uh, it wasn't work because it wasn't quite dark yet. And when I got out of the car, I heard one of them make the sound you've heard. Then I heard both roosters making little weird sounds. The other one is even... He just has a very short, single note kind of rasp going on. And I couldn't believe I heard them. It must have been 7 o'clock at night. So anyway, of course I didn't have anything handy to record them with. But I would have had to know ahead of time and had something recording when I stepped out of the car. So I'm just going to keep hoping that we catch them in the morning. And it'll be a very happy day when they figure out how to sound like big boys. When I went out this morning to let them out, I could hear other people's chickens around us crowing. And I thought, maybe they'll get the hint from them. I don't know. <laughs> a lady down the road actually had peacocks for a while. Oh my gosh, did they make a racket? I had no idea. I mean, she's probably a quarter mile from my house. I mean, maybe a little further than that. And I could hear those things loud and clear. They make a very distinctive sound. I don't think she has them anymore because I haven't heard them in quite some time. One thing about living rurally like we do is that we don't talk to very many of our neighbors. Of course, we also have a sign at the end of the driveway that says, hate has no home here. Here in America, uh, I don't know if, I mean, there's pictures of it online, but I don't know if any international listeners would know this, but people put up signs like that. Uh, it was in reaction to President Trump. Um, banning people from Muslim countries for a while and the way that he treats people who, who are seeking asylum and things. So I'll have to go out there and read you the sign sometime when it's not 1130 at night and I won't be able to see it because it has a few other things on it too. But I am in central Virginia where I am surrounded with a lot of people who do not share my political views at all. So that has been an interesting experience. We got a new neighbor right across the street and I'll pull out to the end of my driveway and go to turn and she'll be standing at her mailbox. I mean, she is not 20 feet from me and she will not even look at me. So I don't know. I'm not sure that's the reason why, but she's been friendly to all the other neighbors because some of them still talk to me. So I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I if that sign causes a problem, then it's better that she know that about me ahead of time, right? Lately, I've had the urge to write again, so I actually logged into that site that I mentioned earlier, Eloquy, and I haven't posted anything on there in a couple of years now. I didn't even realize it had been that long. The problem with that site is that there's a forum. I mean, it's really all just a big forum. It's a play-by-post forum, uh, and one of the threads is searching for players. So the interesting thing on that forum is that there are certainly system games, too. I mean, people actually do role play on there, but the majority of it is adult content. And a lot of that adult content doesn't happen in, like, formal role play universes. Some of it does, though. So there's a thread looking for 
things that are outside of a system and what are called one-on-ones, where it's just two people writing together, because there are big group games on there as well. And so I went on today and I read through some of the one-on-ones looking for a writing partner. And you know, (laughs) I really am such a snob sometimes. I, in the past, have written with people who are younger than me. And I mean, I don't mean five years younger. I mean, I've written with people who were barely old enough to be on that site because you have to prove to them that you're 18 to even be on that site. And I don't know. I, it, you know, it's not that I'm really a snob about writing content, but when it comes to any content that is interpersonal and adult in theme, I really, it is off-putting to me to play with younger people who tend to write pretty shallow characters. Now, that is not to say that I've never written with an older guy that does that too, certainly. Uh, But I pretty much have a rule that I try to only write with people who are 30 and over because I've had such better luck with that rule in place. So I found myself today, you know, with my granddaughter here, I didn't have a lot of time to myself. She didn't nap or anything. Sometimes, even though she's six, she'll still nap when she's at my house because her sleep schedule at her house is so inconsistent. But since we slept in today, she didn't even nap. So I really didn't have any time to myself. And I don't want to be staring at my computer instead of spending time with her. So uh, I didn't do much about searching through it. But I just remembered the frustration and the... The kind of, I don't know, what's the word I seek? Um, I it Just sort of the, you know, every time I open that forum, I kind of give a sigh of resignation and go, okay, time to start digging. So I don't know if I'm actually, you know, going to go to that effort or not. I won't have time to do anything about it until tomorrow after she leaves. And after she leaves, then my husband will be back and Hopefully, you know, we'll be reconnecting and I'll make a nice dinner and I'll be cooking up my farmer's market finds, which I will talk about tomorrow in the gardening and farmer's market update. So I don't know if I'm going to do anything with that, but I do find myself wanting to write and I thought about maybe trying a role-playing game instead, but so many of them are so much more about the rolling of the dice and the mechanics of the game than they are about the storytelling. Uh, I really had some great storytelling experiences when I went to cons with my husband. I know I mentioned Ganakagak already, but I had really a bunch of other really good experiences too. Another game I got to play with the GM is a game called Monsters and Other Childish Things. And oh my gosh, that game was a riot. I mean, it was kind of creepy, but I mean... There are some interesting mechanics in that game. If you have a full table, one person plays the child and the other person plays the monster. So you end up, uh, you know, as teams. And that was just fascinating to me. That game worked out really well. And I think we played that game for like three and a half or four hours. I mean, until like two o'clock in the morning one night. I think I was at Dragon Con with them that year. And it was just wonderful. I really enjoyed that game. I'm not really big on horror. It's not like I haven't read some Cthulhu stuff and all of that, but, but I don't really feel a burning need to play a horror game. But, um, as much as that game has some horror elements, it is just uh, the, the, um, mechanics of it. I keep wanting to say dynamics, but the mechanics of it were smooth and they weren't clunky. And I didn't feel like I was just 
doing the leapfrog from role to role without any story in between because the creator of that game really encourages people to talk about um, like the personality of their child and and also the monster is kind of a manifestation you know so anyways that is just a fascinating game I have no idea how many of you guys are actually into playing any kind of narrative game because I know this is you know technically you guys are OSR but but I also know there's a lot of crossover in what people play so if you play any narrative games I would love to hear what they are uh, and just know what you enjoy so anyway I think I'm gonna go in and go to bed <laughs> it is still officially Saturday but not by much so bad time for grandma talk to you guys tomorrow In re-listening, I realized that some of what I said about games being a leapfrog from dice roll to dice roll could be considered offensive, and I honestly don't mean to be. I hope you guys don't take it that way. Certainly, I know that there is nuance to all gaming, and I don't mean to imply that OSR people only care about the mechanics and don't care about the story at all or don't put storytelling into their games. And after listening to that, I felt the need to clarify that to make sure that I didn't offend. All right, away with me. Catch you tomorrow.